Happy Boxing Day, Kristen. Hey, James. Happy Boxing Day. Do you have your paper crown on right now? Yeah, I'm going to take a picture of myself with the paper crown. Hold on. Excellent. Tweet it to me. I'm wearing my crown. No, no. Just wait a second. I'm going to take a selfie of myself in my crown. Pout that up. (laughs) There it is. There it is. I'm tweeting it out to you right now. This is exactly what Megan and Harry are doing right now. But unfortunately, of course, Megan's deleted her Instagram, so won't be sharing it with the world. Boo. But did you see those pictures on the internet of the the fake Megan and Harry pulling a Christmas cracker together with the Queen? No. Now I'm sending you this picture too. Oh my God, it's so good. It's such a good picture of them. It's those people who impersonate the royal family and they do those photo ops. And there's just some great Christmas ones this year with them and the Queen. I did see that, but Harry is really fat. Like that is not Harry. That's a fat Harry, not fat shaming, but it's it's like <laughs> Harry ate, I don't know who, um, George. And it And Harry doesn't even <laughs> let himself eat pizza. So he's not gonna eat George. Right. There's no way there's no way. <laughs> Megan is quite a good dead ringer though. She does look like the actual Megan. Yeah, the Queen is pretty good too. <laughs> we must tweet that out. We need to do that. And we've now got a Twitter. Yes, yes. What is the Twitter handle? Tell us. It's at Royal Wedding Pod. So you can say hi and check out all our photos and all of our obsessiveness about the Royal Wedding online right now. Um, We shouldn't get too distracted. I suppose we should get into today's brand new episode. This is when Meghan met Harry. It's a Royal Wedding cast. I'm James Barr in London. And I'm Kristen Meinzer in the USA in Brooklyn, New York. And each week on the show, we'll be obsessing over the impending royal wedding, the most important day in our lives, and probably in Meghan's and Harry's as well. We're going to start off sharing the headlines of the week. We're then going to do a little bit of a deep dive into a major issue surrounding Meghan and Harry. And we'll end each episode with a royal wedding prediction. Shall we get to today's headlines? Yes, let's get to today's headlines. Well, first up, People magazine have confirmed that an Israeli designer called Inbal Dror has sent wedding dress sketches to Kensington Palace. This could be our first clue as to what dress Meghan is going to be wearing on the big day. And I am shook at the drawings. TMZ have leaked them. Have you seen them, Kristen? Yes. Let's describe the sketches for this dress. So it's got kind of a deep v-neck ruffly thing over a high collar thing over a long sleeve thing with like ruffles around the wrists and then it comes out into a giant cone shape and i just i have to say james i don't think she's actually going to wear this dress this is not her style if you look at everything she's worn on the red carpet over the last several years of her career she's always worn very modern very streamlined polished clothes. I mean, sometimes they're very sexy, sometimes they're very modern, but they're always very polished and they're never frilly. I completely agree. I don't think she's ever worn ruffles before. No, definitely. Like They're very wholesome. Like Her look is quite a wholesome look. And this dress, without being cruel, like it's serving Cruella de Vil, Disney evil villain kind of vibes. And I can't see that. I can't see that happening. Though they are getting married in a castle, so perhaps <laughs> that's the vibe they're going for. I really don't like it. With 101 corgis. Yes. No. Though, of course, as well, like she's an animal rights campaigner. There's no way that she would go anywhere near something that looked like that. I'm overthinking it, but that's what this podcast is for. <laughs> it's it's a space for us to overthink every crucial detail about, as you said, the biggest day in all of our lives. And this dress just doesn't cut it for me. But Beyonce has worn a dress, uh, a wedding dress that was designed by the same designer that did these drawings at the Grammys. Did you see that? And that, like, that looked amazing. 
But that's also Beyonce. Beyonce has a different style. Beyonce isn't about keeping it simple. She goes all the way to 11 with everything. She's not afraid of ruffles mixed with sparkles, mixed with a slit up to here, mixed with a collar like this, that's sleeveless and asymmetrical. That's Beyonce. That's Beyonce's thing. But, you know, I, I, I love Beyonce so much, but Megan has a different look. Kristen, you and I know what Boxing Day is. Boxing Day today in the UK is the day when all the sales begin (laughs) in the UK. You're still eating leftover turkey sandwiches, but you're hitting the sales and you're hitting them hard. So I wonder whether Megan will be, after a very long day with the family yesterday, hitting up some Boxing Day sales to get a bargain for the royal wedding dress. You know what? Wouldn't it be super cool if she ended up getting married in a dress that she got at... Marks and Spencer for like 80% off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Not that she would ever do that. She would never do that. But (laughs) the dresses that the Israeli designer normally sell are like $8,000, $10,000. So I think an 80 pound Marks and Spencer's like deal would be amazing. (laughs) She'd definitely work that. (laughs) Megan could wear anything and look like a princess. Yes. And she is a princess. She's America's princess. She's the world's princess right now. But I just, I'm going to say something that is not very nice about this designer. I think that this designer might just be trying to publicize themselves just because they requested sketches from you, just because the royal family requested that, does not mean that you're making the dress because I'm sure there are thousands of other designers out there who they've reached out to as well. Yeah, I actually think you're probably right there. That You think this is just PR for them? Yes, I do. I think so. And I just cannot see Megan wearing this dress. I just don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen. Our next headline is a very important question, actually, that I can't believe we haven't even discussed yet by Stuff. And they've asked, who will Megan's Brit pack be? Oh, my God. I love this question because what it does for me, first of all, is it makes me think of when Fergie married into the royal family and she and Di became BFFs for a little while and they were so naughty when they were out together. Remember those photos that were taken by the paparazzi of Princess Di and Fergie, BFFs, poking people in the butts with their umbrellas on a ski trip. Oh my god. No, I didn't see that. I think I'm too young for that. That's so funny. It was they would just act so naughty together. They would play practical jokes on the royal family. They were up to no good all the time. I could just picture them up all night drinking champagne and laughing and trying on clothes and braiding each other's hair. (laughs) You know, going onto the home shopping network and ordering a bunch of crap. That's how I want Megan and Kate to be. That's how I want them to be together. What if they were the new Brit pack? Yes, I completely agree. And actually, I really think that Harry and Meghan both have the spirit of Princess Diana going on. So there'll definitely be some fun to be had once those two are married. But yeah, her friends, you're thinking she'll be hanging out with Kate quite a bit. Pippa is a right hoot. Oh, yes. So there's Pippa as an option. And can we also talk about Victoria Beckham, though, for a second? Yeah, I'm really surprised by this, to be honest. So Stuff is claiming that Victoria Beckham is already in the BFF circle at this point, and that when Megan went to get her facial before, you know, being revealed as the fiance, it was Victoria who helped set up that facialist for her and that they're already friends. So maybe they've been friends for a while. I wonder how long that's been going on. I really honestly did not know that the Beckhams were so tight. Like, so we have, the Beckhams have Beckingham Palace in the UK. <laughs> they do <laughs> that's what their not. Home is called. Really? Apparently, yeah. David is very friendly with Harry. So I guess that's how Victoria has become friends with Meghan. And it's just, it's it's amazing. Do you think, which, so which side are they going to sit on? Do you think David and uh, Victoria will be on Harry's side or Meghan's side? I think they have to sit on Harry's side because they knew Harry first. And remember, they sat on Will's side when Will's got married. It must be really difficult for Meghan coming over here and not having many friends here and having to just only make friends with, like, Harry's friends. 
Yeah, but, you know, she's kind of an international jet-setting person. All of her goodwill work, um, her ambassador work, her acting and so on. So I know she has friends all over the world. She probably has some friends in England already that just are names that we don't know right now. But we do have some predictions of who she and Harry will have at the wedding that we should get. We should save that for the prediction. You're right. You're right. I just I just want to say, like, we know what Liz, Queen, Queen Elizabeth is like. And there will be certain friends that Meghan has that she does not like. <laughs> There will be. There will 100% will be. Who is she cutting out? Who has she deleted from Megan's phone? Sorry, That's what, no we room at the wedding. We need to deep dive at some point into that. <laughs> and obviously, Har- Harry's got a lot of, like, big A-list friends here, too, like Ellie Golding. Oh, you can... No, stop for one second here. Ellie Golding and Megan are not going to be BFFs because he used to date Ellie Golding. But Come on. she's done so much work. Ellie Golding is all about the environment as well. Like, she, she campaigns heavily about no. that. So I feel like... No. no. You really don't think, no, don't think so. No, I am not going to be friends with somebody's ex, okay? If I'm dating somebody or marrying somebody, uh-uh, not going to. That's like Chelsea Davey being BFFs with Meghan Markle. It would never happen. No, you're not going to be friends with the ex. That's just weird. I could. You're right. I could see them being good friends, but probably too close. I, I like where you're going with that. That says a lot about human nature that is not in my nature. Maybe I'm just a bad person. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I completely wanna... agree. I just, it's such a shame. And I guess if, yeah, you're right. They're not going to have a first Harry club going going (laughs) (laughs) but i would watch that movie i would totally watch that yes oh that would be so good do you think that eugene and beatrice will will get to hang out with megan as well the prince's cousins okay so on the one hand i think they would be a blast to hang out with i feel like these two are just like because they're such fifth rung royals they're just like whatever let's party let's drink i'm gonna wear ridiculous clothes it doesn't matter i do not care and it seems like they would be the fun royals to hang out with right <laughs> completely It'd that, be like that it's that like fergie hat. 2.0 yeah that pretzel hat <laughs> oh my god uh, Kate and Will's i thought it more like a toilet bowl lid you're but, actually you know, you know what it, i'm looking at now it kind of looks like a toilet bowl lid or a crab <laughs> It's like a giant, I don't know how to describe it. It's so weird. And it's so beige. What an odd color and an odd shape. There's so much happening there. There It's a beige toilet bowl. It's really, it's really horrible. And Megan has way better style. Let's just hope that Eugene and Beatrice aren't designing the dress. Oh, God. Well, you know what? Megan might help them to dress better. But actually, um, Beatrice attended a gallery summer party earlier this year and was actually listed on Vogue.com's coveted best dressed list for the first time. Really? Possibly the only time. First and last time. <laughs> We're so mean. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love them though. I bet they're so much fun. I bet they're so much fun. And they don't need to dress well. I think part of the charm of them is that they mostly look like they don't care. I, I think right. that's they look like fun. Us. That's they're it. like us. They just they're look like, like us. you and I. <laughs> yes, but congratulations, Beatrice, for that one time you dressed well. <laughs> I'm happy for you. But I kind of love that you don't dress well. <laughs> Same. Stay as you are. We love you as you are. And finally, Architectural Digest. Wow. What is that? <laughs> have written. <laughs> Do they not have that over there in the UK? I have never read that, surprisingly. <laughs> Architectural Digest. Yeah, it's just one of many design magazines in the US that mostly looks at houses and home decor, but sometimes just does celebrity stuff. Well, they've written that Megan showed up at the Queen's holiday staff party. Ooh, with the staff. Amazing. So hold on, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, if you're being marched out in front of the staff, does that mean that... 
she sees you as just as good as the staff and no better? Or does that mean that like I don't want to bring you to the real party with the fancy people, but you can come here with the with the help. <laughs> I can party with the help. I think so. Yeah, that's I mean, I don't know. I guess they were just like keen to introduce them because the staff, the courtiers, like they're all like they're really they're like friends, aren't they, to the, the royal family? They're all part of the family, I guess. So well, maybe I don't know, like because they're still the help. Right. Seems like a very complicated relationship because every time I watch The Crown and the Queen and Philip are having some major heated discussion about international politics and how much she hates Margaret, there's always staff members dressing them and undressing them through the whole thing. And I'm like, these people are clearly not your friends. You're not even acknowledging them. It's so Even while they're taking your clothes off for you. I would feel so awkward if someone was taking my clothes off before I went to bed with my husband. <laughs> yes, while you're talking about things like how much you hate your sister and let's talk about what to do over in Kenya. Yeah, it's like, come on, I don't want someone taking my clothes off. I mean, maybe some people are into that, but I don't know if those people are your friends. So yeah, Megan attended their Christmas party. <laughs> but, but, but you know, Harry was there with her though. We, yeah, we'll give exactly. the queen that. And they report that Harry was very keen to introduce Megan and everyone was very charmed and really loved her. Well, of course they did. Who wouldn't love Megan? That's just obvious that, you know, who wouldn't love her? She's wonderful. And this is really funny. Apparently the lay stewards at the chapel were told to binge watch suits in preparation for the wedding so that they've got some banter. Oh, I love that they were given that assignment. I love that. And you know what else? Everybody who was there at the party seemed genuinely surprised that she was there. Like, it was just a wonderful surprise guest of honor showed up. I wish we were there. I wish we were there. (sighs) We'll be at the hen party. It's fine. We'll both be at the hen party. We'll be sitting there with Beatrice and Eugenie in our regular people clothes. Oh, my God. And drinking. Oh, my God. It will be so lit. Wearing penis hats or whatever we'll be doing. Absolutely. It'll be so good. And do you know what? I I cannot believe this has happened. But after talking about this on last week's first ever episode of When Meghan Met Harry, Kensington Palace has now released a statement saying that Wills will be making it to both the wedding and the FA Cup final. No. How is that possible? How is that possible? So he's ditching the wedding partway through like, see ya, bro. And then, what? Yeah. No. This is the statement I'm going to put on a Kensington Palace spokesman voice for you. We have not gone into the timing of the wedding, but made it clear that the wedding and the FA Cup final will not clash. What does that even mean? It means means that they did not realize. That makes no sense. Because they're important and they're the palace, that the FA Cup final was happening on the same day. So now they're going to be like moving the wedding a little bit earlier and setting up a chopper so Wills can get from (laughs) Windsor Castle to Wembley Stadium. That's insane. He's going to miss all the speeches. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And there's he's not going to be able to do any dancing. Wedding dancing is the best dancing. That's like when they play all the worst music that's the most fun to dance to. Right. He won't be able to dance to the YMCA <laughs> or Oops Upside Your Head. This is a total disaster. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment to deep dive into a crucial detail about Prince Harry and Meghan's love story. And we're back with this week's deep dive. And this week, in the spirit of the holiday season, we thought we'd tackle something that the internet has been very excited about and something that, James, you and I have been excited about. You've probably seen the photo comparisons. Are Megan and Harry really those kids from Love Actually, Sam and Joanna? No way. I mean, when you first mentioned this to me, I just thought that was crazy. But I've rewatched it and it they are. 
But like their story is the same. <laughs> it's like they've grown up and become Meghan and Harry. It's so weird. They're like all of our dreams come true. They really are. They're the proof of love that love actually does exist. Love actually is does exist. all around. <laughs> You're totally right. It's so strange. So we should recap the film in case you haven't caught it this festive season. But in the movie, Joanna is the crush of Sam, who's the schoolboy, the redheaded boy, who learned to play the drums to impress this girl, Joanna, after his mum died. <laughs> and it just rings so real for where Harry is at in his life as well. But but let's get down to some exact comparisons here for a second. So Joanna in the film is slightly older than Sam, and she's mixed race, and she's American. She has a black mom and a white dad. She comes from a showbiz family, just like Meghan Markle does. Sam is slightly younger. He's British. His mom is dead. He's got red hair. <laughs> His mom is he, dead. Brutal. He, it's just like, <laughs> it's like the same thing. It is the same thing. And I think a lot of people don't realize that Meghan Markle really, you know, we've talked before, obviously, about her dad being an Emmy Award winning lighting designer, but her mom used to be a makeup artist also. And Megan, when she was the same age as Joanna, was in school shows. There have been photos all over the internet of her as a schoolgirl starring in school shows. She was doing all the same things that Joanna was doing. And I mean, it's clear. It's the same story. Yeah, because Joanna sings Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You in the film. So it's just it's it's just echoes real life so much that I'm now convinced that they are I mean, do we know do, have we checked the actors in that movie, were they actually Meghan and Harry? Well, here's the thing. So, you know, time travel machines do exist. And I sometimes think that what happened here is somebody from the present saw what was happening between Meghan and Harry and said, I need to go back in time and make a film that shows the story of Meghan and Harry when they were children. That's an interesting So theory. thanks to time travel, somebody went back and they made love actually so that we could enjoy it and see it coming true right now. So Richard Curtis has a time machine. <laughs> He does. He does. That's what we're saying. He doesn't talk about it very often, but yes. It's a crazy theory. And I feel like I agree with you. All right. All right. All right. But one thing more I have to say about how Love Actually is telling the story of Meghan and Harry is it's this line that Sam says in the movie. He and his dad are watching the Titanic and he says to his dad, there was one person for Kate and Leo. There was one for you because dad, that was my mom. And there is one for me. And he's referring to Joanna. And doesn't that sound kind of similar to what Harry said right after they announced the engagement? I knew that I loved her from the very first time we met. He knew. He knew right away from the very first time they met. Harry knew it had to be Megan, just like Sam knew that it had to be Joanna in the movie. Right? I often think that about every single person <laughs> I date. This is the one. <laughs> every time. And I go through I go through so many different relationships, like all the time, very quickly, two months like flash in the pans. And I always think at the start, oh my God, this is this is the one. And I tell my mom, I'm like, this is the one this time. <laughs> it never is. Oh my God. Are you trying to cast doubt on Harry's love for Megan? I think no, that's what you just no, did. I'm just saying I wish I could relate to that. It's so upsetting that I can't oh. <laughs> it will happen. Sorry, it all got a bit dark. Love actually does that to me. It makes me feel very emotional about my life. Well, love actually does that to everybody. I mean, I think the lesson of that whole movie is no relationship can be successful unless you're a child. Oh, God, really? Do you think so? Unless you're a child. I'm a child. I can make love work. But if I'm an adult, I certainly can't because I'm going to just sleep with my secretary instead. 
Yeah. No, the movie is not really about love, actually, unless you're a child. You're so right. Is that a sad thing to say? I know so many people love that movie. People. <laughs> I love that movie, but I also don't think it's a Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. It's just set at Christmas. It's not really about Christmas. Controversial. That's a very controversial position to have. I mean, I put every movie into the Christmas category that I can. Like Die Hard is a Christmas movie to me. Trading Places is. I love Christmas so much that I call everything a Christmas movie. (laughs) Die Hard. All right. Coming up, we're going to have our royal wedding prediction as we do every week. But first, a little break. And we're back. We are. We're back. And it's time for our royal wedding prediction. As you know, every week we make a royal wedding prediction. And on the big day, the most important day in all of our lives, we'll be releasing a drinking game slash bingo board where all of our predictions will be there. And you can drink away while you see all of our predictions come true. It will be the most fun way of watching the royal wedding ever. So make sure you get involved. And let us know your predictions if you've got any as well. You can tweet at Royal Wedding Pod. Are you ready for today's prediction? Yes, I am so ready. Let's share it. Let's share it, James. We're predicting that the Obamas will be at the wedding. But that Donald Trump will not. Donald Trump will not be invited or attend the royal wedding. And I think this one is going to be 100% accurate. This is what's coming true. I really believe it. Yeah. Why would Trump be there? They don't like Trump. Having said that, though, like heads of states always attend the royal weddings. Like it's so it would be so rude if they don't invite him. I, I don't know if there's any way to put it other than the blunt way. He is not nice to women and people of color. And Meghan is both of those things. How could Meghan even put up with him being in the same room, much less at her wedding? I just don't think that's going to happen. That is so true. That's so true. But I will say this. I think when you invite someone like that to a royal wedding, I don't know if you're inviting the person or more the position that they hold. I suppose. But think about this. President Obama, Barack, Michelle, they are really good friends with Wills and with Harry. They're really good friends with the royal family. These guys are buddies. There's this interview coming out tomorrow that Harry is interviewing Barack. And this interview could, by the way, become its own podcast. He said he might be starting a podcast. We'll see. I would love that if he did. And I would love it if Megan was his co-host. It would be so good. But he and Barack, Harry and Barry, they are such good friends. Barry and Harry forever. Yeah, except for Harry and Meghan, more forever. By the way, if uh, Harry needs to do a collaboration to give his podcast some love and like, you know, get a few more listeners, we are available to do that. <laughs> we are here. We're here. If he We're needs totally us, here for Harry, you. Harry, if you need us, we are here for you. I agree. I really can't see Donald Trump being there, but it just seems like such a mega thing not to invite the president of the United States of America to a royal wedding, especially with our very special relationship between our countries. Yeah, but I mean, he he just shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be there. He's not about love. Donald Trump is not about love. He's about <laughs> a lot of other things, but he's not about love. There's no way he's ever seen love, actually. He hasn't watched that film. <laughs> he's not invited. And imagine the riots if he came here. There would be so... I mean, people are already planning to protest on his supposed visit in 2018. So if he attended the wedding, it really would take the shine off of the whole thing. This is our prediction. This is why we've predicted that he will not be there. And as we're making a drinking game here, I think we should put an extra thing on our board that says if Donald Trump does turn up, we need to drink our entire alcohol cupboard dry in one go. <laughs> like the ultimate shot. <laughs> 
So that's our prediction. And then we'll never wake up again. Yeah, never wake up again. Never. (laughs) I just feel happy for Harry and Meghan. That's all I feel. I just feel love, actually. We have so much love for Meghan and Harry. And this is the safe space where we can just get completely obsessed and discuss everything about the royal wedding. Thanks so much for listening today. Yes, thank you so much for listening. When Megan Met Harry is produced by the regal Lindsay Cradwell. Special thanks to the very royal Ryan Dilly, our producer in London, and thanks also to King Andy Bowers at Panoply. Have your own predictions to share with us? Send us an email at whenmeganmetharry at panoply.fm or you can tweet us at Royal Wedding Pod. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review and tell all your hashtag Hagen watchers and Anglophiles to listen. I'm Kristen Meinzer. <laughs> I'm James Barr. And this is when Megan met Harry, a royal wedding cast. We'll be back with our next episode on the first Tuesday of 2018. See you then. Happy Boxing Day. Have a great Boxing Day. And a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays.